Jay. And I'm Adam, and you're listening to Showgaze, a movie musical podcast. We're a One Jersey boy and a music man who left One the chorus line in Chicago and are listening to the sound of music goals to help pay the rent for your pleasure. The Wizard of Oz. Wait, why did you have the Wizard of Oz? I needed a button, a bat. I needed a ballad, honestly. Okay, great. Yeah. Can you just button it, please? This is showcase. picture of a person I don't know. What does he want from me? What should, could you, can we do, can there be a production where Zach is a woman? Yes! I'm into that. Um, Patina Miller as (laughs) Zach. Stop! (laughs) That's everything. Oh my god. Okay, so we watched a chorus line. We did it. We we suffered through a two-hour film. Now, why are we saying this is the worst movie musical? Because it's the worst one that I own. Okay. But, well, of all the ones I've seen, I there are some that I haven't seen. But this one is just like... It just hold on, I just want to find the New York Times review real quick. <laughs> because it really sums up... Okay, so on the on the cover... It says, a single burst of breathtaking inspiration, the New York Times. I just want to read the first opening thing from that review. Everyone, this is written by Vincent Canby, December 10th, 1985, okay? Everyone was convinced that Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf could never be tamed for the screen, but Mike Nichols turned it into a group triumph for himself, Elizabeth Taylor, and Richard Burton. Though it was generally agreed that hair would not work as a film, Milos Forman transformed it into one of the most original pieces of musical cinema in the last 20 years. Then they said that a chorus line couldn't be done. And this time, they were right. Just the like... Shade, just like, mama! No, that two, was a... Two, two torn ballet slippers uh, down. Down. <laughs> just a chorus line, which opens today at the Paramount and other theaters is less a movie than an expensive souvenir program. Oh, Nicole Fossey. She's the daughter of Bob Fossey. She was... Who was she? Hold on. She Val. I don't know who she was. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if she was related? But I was like, that can't be real. She was Christine. Which one was Christine? Christine was the married one. Who I have a note about later that I was like, why is she in this movie? (laughs) So, sorry, Bob. Sorry. Oh, Bob's like, god damn it. She should have been a beep. Whatever. Let me give a little background first. Is that okay? On the the musical phenomenon that is a chorus line. They got together with a bunch of dancers and took their, like, real life stories and were like, let's turn this into a show because we want to show people what it's really like. It's Feelings the Musical. Yeah. 
You just walked away from the microphone to put your mug Sorry. down on the it's counter. It's Feelings the Musical. So they did this show. It was a huge hit on Broadway. Opened in 75. The movie comes out 10 years later. Okay. So the movie premiered in 85. It was directed by Richard Attenborough. Screenplay by Arnold Schulman. It had a budget of $25 million, which is shocking, because it looks like it was made for $7.50. Because <laughs> that was probably the rental for that entire, for that, for that All theater. The, the only costumes they had were the ones for they the brought, Oh, they brought those in. Yeah, every, that, everything else that they wore were just like, they were like, hey, cast, uh, bring your, bring your, uh, bring your best, <laughs> bring your best warm-up clothes. And so some people were like, Oh, I don't work out. Uh, what would I? I would wear a sweater. I would wear a sweater. <laughs> and then the box office. This is what they got for the movie: fourteen point two. So that's negative. That's eleven million lost. So good for them. Good for them. Good for them. I'm gonna say this was a flop. I'm gonna go ahead and say that at least a commercial flop. But um, is it a the one big is it a name? flop in our hearts? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, let me just answer that for you as well. Yes. Um, oh. The guy who originally directed it on Broadway was going to direct the movie because he understood what it was about. Mm-hmm. And then he had, like, disagreements with the production, with the producers. And so they were like, bye. And then he told one, like, lower producer, he was like, don't let them ruin this movie by turning it into a Zach and Cassie relationship movie. And, and he was like, okay, did. we won't, we won't, I promise. promise, promise. And then half of the movie is Zach and Cassie and flashback scenes. Okay. So, what? How can we talk about your own personal relationship with the show? How did you find out the show? When did you first watch the movie? I first found out about a chorus line my brother-in-law, Ryan, he was a manager at Borders, and so they would get, like, promotional CDs and stuff, and anytime they got a promotional musical, like, sound cast album, he Just would, like, give it, it to me. me. And so when the Revival cast album came out, he was like, here, I think you'd really appreciate this. And I was like, cool. And I was, like, young enough that I was, I, the only musicals I knew were Golden Age. Mm-hmm. I think this was, like, my first foray out of Golden Age, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this. But I, like, loved it. I love that none of the songs sound like they're in the same show. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all completely different. Yeah. Like, At the Ballet has a harp. None of the other songs do, but why not that one? And then my mom got me the movie for Christmas because it must have been in like a two dollar clearance bin <laughs> Clearly. at a store. She was, she was like, and she was like, "This is a musical that we've seen. I'm sure the movie's great." Mm. Bought it. I didn't watch it for a really long time because I was like, I don't know. If, I think instinctively my subconscious was like, "It's not going to be good. It. <laughs> it's not going to be good." And then I think in college I was like, "All right, I'm gonna." Oh no, it was definitely in high school. I was like, "I'm gonna spend an eye. I'm gonna do this alone." And then I watched on my laptop, and I was like, what? <laughs> what just happened? How about you, RJ? My mom had a note that I talked too much, so I'm going to let you talk a lot. She gave you notes. She did. She was like, I do have one thing to tell you. You do talk. You talk over RJ a lot. And I was like, okay, thanks, well, mom. she's on my team, that's why. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's rooting she's for me. RJ. She's like, oh, I hope RJ... Uh, gets at least 50% of the time in the podcast. Um, I didn't know this musical existed until... Well, I am a very late... I'm a musical late bloomer. I didn't really explore 
musicals until, yeah, like, late high school, early college. I just knew that, like, it was a musical and that it existed and knew nothing about it. That when I finally found out more about it in college, I was like, oh! And, like, from what it sounds like, the actual stage show is great. Mm-hmm. It's very real and very genuine and very honest. Because, I mean, shows that are about the theater are hard because you never know how the theater community is going to Well, not only it. that, but this is a, this is a show... I'm sorry I interrupted you. My mom said <laughs> it um, This is a show about the theater community, and not a single theater person was involved in this. Yeah. It was all Hollywood types. Yeah. And you can tell from, like, everybody's like, we're so old, we're so old. And in the show, they do that whole bit where everybody's old. But they're yeah. like, you're old if you're, like, reaching 30. In this, they're like, I'm 23, I'm so old. And I'm yeah. like, that's a Hollywood old. That's a, ho- <laughs> that's a Hollywood, like, ingenue, you've reached your limit. Done. Yeah. Now all I can play are matron characters. Oh, the first time I saw the movie... I actually, junior year, we watched Sweeney Todd first. And I hadn't seen that too, so I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, campy. Okay, Tim Burton. Yeah. Tim, yeah, Tim Burton. Yeah. And then we were like, well, we're still, let's just pop in another one. Yeah. Pop, popped in chorus line. I lasted until a first number. And I was you like, didn't even get through the audition. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I'm done. I'm going to got up, went to my room, and went to sleep. I just couldn't do it. And it was just like, um, so I finally sat down and watched it. I will say I appreciate that is it, it is under two hours. Yeah, that's true. I was well, able to sit through it. Too. Adam made the comment saying, this is the most you've ever like actually focused on a movie. Because I literally just like sat and... I was just he mostly in was not on his Facebook. On he was phone. not on his Twitter. Mm-hmm. Wasn't playing DS. I just watched it. Because I was just... I was mad and enthralled at the same time. Yeah. Oh my god! All right, we're just gonna go. We're just gonna this go through. Hey, it's it's a two hour movie. So it's a two hour movie. It's we, not bad. This podcast will yeah. not be as long oh. as Sunday music. Okay, so I took notes again. Oh RJ did not because I'm the Fine. comic relief. So I'm just okay. Kind of shooting so, shooting from the hip. Shooting the hip. Shooting from the hip. Shooting from the hip. Yep. My first note is literally this movie is so mid eighties that it. So yeah. So this movie, the the show, the is, show set is set in the, set 70s. In the and yeah and well when it opened it was set in seventy five obviously and we, so I've seen day. videos and I've seen the and leather the, shoulder pads and in the revival they kept it to the seventies I think it works more in the seventies for some reason it's, I think it's more of that aesthetic. Yeah, I just think it it's was like a, look. such a more... It feels more genuine. Well, the music is such like a product of the 70s that yeah, then they like true. tried to change the music a little bit to meet the 80s like yeah. vibe of the movie. So then they added this like weird bass synth, synth thing. Synth for everything. And I was like, stop. Literally stop. So we start off the movie... And we have it's the audition. We have the audition. God, I hope it's I get the, it. Oh it's, no, we we don't even start with that. We just it's start with just the dance. It's just drum beats and dancing. Yeah, just just uh, combination after combination. You got to do a triple or you're out. And like, I mean, the, honestly, they should have just done that. And the and I would have gotten the it. audition lines were like like out in the street. Like well, it I think was that's a thing. They all looked like they were like coming in the front door of the theater. Yeah. And, like, no one was going backstage. It just yeah. was, like, set up really strange. It's just weird because, yeah, when you when they showed shots of them actually dancing inside, it didn't seem like they rotated. Like, it seemed like the people that were in there were just the only people that were in there. Yeah. They had 40 people audition, but there was a line out the door. <laughs> yeah, so they I don't know if those are people. Li- 
Those people were just waiting, like, oh, I hope that... Well, they were getting cronuts. They were in line to get cronuts. <laughs> <laughs> they were waiting for the subway. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't even... <laughs> Uh, they just grabbed some extras from the street. We're like, can you get in this line for hey a guys, minute, guys? We'll give you free food if you just line up for us and look look like, oh, God. Oh, God, man, I hope I, I get, get it. it. I hope I have time. So then, so while the audition is going on, they have shots of Cassie struggling to get to the theater. Oh, she's, she's just like... She's coming from JFK. So, she's wind like, Oh, I forgot how New York works. She flew in, oh, from, man. She flew oh. in from LAX. She's doing it she's all. She's like, this isn't how LA is at all. Oh, I don't know how... Oh, why are there so many people? So oh. we're going to already go with, in the show, she's in the whole audition. Like She's, she's just, been there she's the whole wanna, time. Yeah, yeah. In her stunning... Red, red, um, Diane von Furstenberg, like wrap on the side, leg out, loving it, dress thing. Leotard, realness. Oh, <laughs> so good. In this, she's like, I'm in a cab. I'm on the way. I'm late. I'm so, I'm so- I. I somehow got news in LA that today was the audition, so I decided to stop flying this morning. Today. Instead of the day before and then like do a hotel and like make sure I'm freshened up. Like she really wanted nope, to like. She's like, I want to make sure. The minute <sighs> I get um, my plane lands is when the audition starts. So, so I really want to be fashionably late. Yeah. Um, well, you know, she was a featured dancer once. So like. Also, they make such a big deal in the I movie know. where they're She's like, like you're, you're too good! You're too good! You're too good, you can't be in the chorus! She was a featured dancer. That's, that's it. literally like, you were dance captain. And then in one of the, <laughs> that's what it Yeah, is. thank you. And then in one of the flashbacks, she's like on the poster of the old show that they did together, but I was like, you were a featured dancer! You were not on the poster! Calm down with your nasty wig. Your camel hair wig. I can't even deal with it. Okay. So, she's coming to the theater, we get a tracking shot of her on, I'm pretty sure the Brooklyn Bridge, which doesn't make sense because that's not where JFK is. Coming into Manhattan, we get a shot, we have to set up that we're in New York, in in case you didn't get that. didn't get it. Couldn't couldn't figure that one out. We're not doing like Louisville Broadway. Yes. <laughs> We're not doing Vancouver Broadway. That would be that would be twenty fifteen a chorus line. Yeah. It would be shot. And then they would like CGI add the Empire State Building in the background. <laughs> but it's actually Vermont. <laughs> oh yeah. Um Okay, so the, it's just interspersed vignettes of her just trying to get there. But back in the dance call. It's just they're just you know, working through people. They're doing a ballet through, combination. Mm-hmm. They're doing this, that, and the other. And it's just they're basically just showing like everyone is dispensable. We're just going through it. Everyone's the number. We're just getting through as many bodies as possible. Yeah. No, they will. N- they don't let you make any connection at all, except for these tiny little like close-ups. And then you can be like, oh, this person's gonna be a, a main character. I can yeah. tell. So they set up Al and Christine's relationship. They're the married couple. The married but couple. they set it up at the beginning. Like, he's some creep that keeps hitting on her. Yeah! They set it up so weird. Yeah. Like, he's like, you're gonna be fine, babe. And she looks so nervous mm-hmm. that you're like, is he? Stop. Like, yeah. I'm like, is he gonna? Stop. What is he doing? Stop bothering that Thank poor you. Girl. That poor girl. <laughs> Who is garbage? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I just... This is Bob Fosse's daughter, Nicole Fosse. Didn't know this till like 10 minutes ago. She um, was Christine. In the show, her character like is a great dancer, but she can't sing. But they completely got rid of that song where she can't sing. So now, so she's, just... now she's just like a neurotic freak. And she's like, oh God, I'm so nervous. I watch the variety shows. And you're like, calm it. Calm it down. Yeah. And she has, like, a weird Italian, not attractive 
husband who has his shirt open the whole time. Yeah. And you're like, so button it. Button it. Button your shirt. Just button your shirt. I don't need. You look like you're all that. First of all, you look like you're 20 years older than her. Literally, <laughs> she's like probably 18, and he's definitely like 86 years old. Like it's <laughs> disgusting. Um, but there's this one part where they're like focusing on who's like whoever's in the front, and Christina's in the front in that one like combination they do, mm. and she's like not Dancing. doing the choreography she's, well. No, like she's bad, yeah. and I'm like. How does she make it to the final, like, 16 or whatever? Like, I would have been like, no. No, well, no, <laughs> no thank girl. you. Yeah. Like, the dance captain or the yeah. choreographer. He, like, grabs... Choreographer? Choreographer? He grabs BB, who has... The... Who's the, like, quiet one. She's quiet, and she's like, oh, mousy voice. Oh. Yeah, she's the one who later is in At the Ballet. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, like, the you see her, she looks like she's deer in the headlights, like... She's, like, the last one in line at the very yeah. beginning. And it's like, uh, you, here, do it in front of everyone. And then, BAM! Yeah, just like... Meanwhile, still, 80 synth, like... Just, like, heartbeats, 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 sexy Sexy soul shit. Just turns it out. And turns like, it out. And I would, like, I literally wrote my notes. I was like, she, I would have cast her. Like, right then. I would have yeah, been like, like right, you, done. done. You can go. I'll send you your contract. Good, right? Great job. They keep cutting to Zach. Zach is the director. Played, played by, by Michael Douglas. The incomparable Michael Douglas. Doing his best. Um, Angry director. The American president. Yeah. So Zach keeps yelling from the audience. Like, at the dancers, as if that's going to help anybody dance better. Yeah. I don't know why. He's just so it's, frustrated, because he's like, oh, I can't, why can't I just find good talent? Also, I just want to know, is he still mad that Cassie, like, left him? Is yeah, that, he's, Is he's, that what's going he's on? He's a bitter old queen. <laughs> it's been a year, let go. Get over it. They also, focus they on the people that you will follow later in yes. the story. And one of them is just, it's this woman named Sheila, who is... Has her bun up. Bun up, and she Black clearly retard. looks. She clearly looks older than everyone. But if you didn't gather that from just how she looks, she like just she like, does the accent. She does the she accent. Does the, like, she does the like. I am the older woman here. Hello, my neck is all the way up and perched. Hello, because I'm clearly over it. Because, I'm uh, older than everyone. Yeah, just you know, just living it. Oh my god, everyone's a stereotype, but a stereotype that doesn't exist anywhere. Okay, so I just want to note this right now. Val, the character Val. Dance 10 looks three. Dance 10 looks three. Audrey Landers. Audrey Landers was a recurring character, an actress with a recurring role on Dallas. Left that because she was like, a chorus line's gonna make it. It's gonna be the number one movie. I'm gonna hit it big. This is gonna Mm -hmm. be my breakout role. Didn't happen. Um, I'm shocked. So she, and also she's the one in the movie that's like really pretty. Mm -hmm. Like she's the one that's like, you Hollywood are Hollywood. pretty. Yeah, yeah, she's Hollywood. Okay, so she she's doesn't a, dance. Yeah. So they do if she if she's dancing in like the close up shots, they're like very easy moves that like Joe Schmo off the street could do because they're like, like well, a little we have grapevine here and yeah, there. A little, little grapevine, a little like uh chest. Just flick of the wrist. Concave. <laughs> concave chest doing yeah. it. So in the wider shots, she has a dance double. Mm-hmm. Now, when they were originally gonna do the movie they went to the girl who originally played Val on Broadway, and they were like, oh, we're not going to cast you as Val, but we'd love you to be the dance double. And she was like, 
Go fuck yourself. <laughs> right to hell. No thank you. No thank you, So bye. good for her. I just want to say that, because I think a lot of people would be like, absolutely, I'll do anything you want me to do. But no, she was like, no. No thanks. <laughs> what is the ugliest girl surf? What does that mean? The girl who starts, God, I hope I get it, is so homely. <laughs> it's a crime. It's a crime how ugly she is. And she's not even a character. Like, yeah, they didn't even start it off with, like, any of the main ones. They so started off with some random girl. Let's just get this out of the bat right now. This existed before the idea of a triple threat. Of a threat. triple threat. So, back then, these were just dancers? They were just dancers? If not, maybe they were actors Maybe as they well. were actors. Well, we know Morales was. Yeah. But, uh, for the most part, they, they had dancers. And so that didn't really mean that they could sing. They, they didn't mean it could sing well. They could carry a note. But literally, it's like all of this great dancing, just montage of dancing. And There's then, a lot of great dancing. I will say, just great, this yeah. movie has really great dancing. But then all of a sudden, you just hear, God, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. How many people don't see it? How many people I hope I get it. Like, it's like just flat enough. You're like... That you're like, you're, you're like, you're, you're tapping that note right under. You are just under that note. And it's not even like, it's flat. It's, you can't, it's so flat that you can't, you can't say anything about it. Like, you couldn't be like, oh, you're flat. Because then they'd like go up, but then they'd be too sharp. Up. Yeah, they'd exactly. They'd be straight, just sharp. You're just so like, you're just like there's nothing I can do. <laughs> you just kind of watch them and you're like, grin and bear it. No, Sutton Foster didn't exist yet. Yeah, so. Sutton Foster <laughs> hadn't made it. They start off singing it, and they're singing it in their heads. Like, you mm-hmm. can hear them singing it, but nobody's moving no their lips. moving their lips. And it's such a cop-out. I know. That's how you're going to start off a musical, is nobody's actually singing it. Everybody's singing it in their head. It just sets up, like, we're all, we already know what this movie is. Like, nobody's like, this is a musical? Oh, it's like a lazy decision to be like, well, I don't know how to start it, so we'll just... Yeah. They'll sing it in their head. Yeah. That's fine. Angry director is like, all right, well, let's just make the cuts. And then he makes the cuts. And so we are left at the end of the first song. Do you want to know? with the top... The top 16. Top 16? Well, 15. No, 15. So you think you can dance, dance, dance. And then Cat Dealey goes, Here are your top 15 dancers. Here, I think I can do it in line. No, I can't. I don't care. Mark is a 17-year-old. Morale- Diana Morales is the one who sings nothing. She's the Puerto Rican. The Puerto Rican one. Connie is the Asian one. Uh, Richie is the black one. Paul San Marco is the one who, who is wearing jeans to a dance call. <laughs> and not like... Like, like two thousand. No, not like 2006 jeans that had like elastic in them. Like jeggings, kind of. Yeah, just straight like Levi's. hard, hard, crusty <laughs> Levi jeans. No, Paul's Paul's the drag queen, the one who breaks his leg. The one who breaks his leg. Spoiler alert. Well, well, you can edit that out. So Al, no, they've all seen the movie. Nobody has seen this movie, RJ. <laughs> we already went over the box office numbers. Nobody has seen this movie. Oh, okay. Um, Al DeLuca. Is the guy the, with the chest. The 86-year-old that married... That uh, movie married Christine. Christine, who's the young neurotic one. Mm-hmm. Val, who is Dance 10 Looks 3. She's a, a, she, lo- she looks like a young Shelley Long. Yeah. Also like Leslie Ann Warren. A blonde Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah. Sheila. Sheila Bryant. I just like that name. 
Because it's like it's Lane a Bryant. very yeah. That's why <laughs> <laughs> Sheila Bryant is she's the old one. she's the old one. Did you know what she says later? She's like they ask how how old everybody's turning. She goes, "I'm about to turn 30. Mm. No, no. Also, the, I just want to note the woman who played Sheila is, is the grandma the grandmother from, Gold- from Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls, not Golden Girls. Gilmore Girls. Yes. So, Lorelai's Lorelai's mom. mom. Rory's grandma. That's what it is. When Adam saw it, she was like, "He's the she's the uh, the old rich white woman from yeah. Gilmore Girls. She's playing the same character. Yep. Honestly." Um, BB, who is the one who we already talked about, should have just been cast immediately. Judy is a mop of hair. <laughs> she, okay, this character literally <laughs> is like, you are literally garbage. I don't care for you. Every You line, show up and it's like, oh, I don't know my number. She doesn't know her number. <laughs> you, her first you line. dance call and you don't know your own number. Get out. <laughs> she introduces herself. My name's Judy Monroe, but my stage name is Marilyn Monroe. And then she, like, laughs at her joke for, like, a minute. She's like, no, no, wait, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. And everyone's like, ha, 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 Like, was that funny? It's so weird. She's just... I don't know who that actress was, but I don't think she ever worked again. She she reminds me of that one girl in high school that did theater. (gasps) She's that girl. Oh, my God, she's that girl. She's that... You know. (laughs) So, they have Judy. They have Maggie. Who I refer to as anime eyes. Because her eyes were as big as her face. Her eyes were her face. <laughs> yeah. She was a walking pair of eyeballs. But then she but had the, like, Michelle Obama haircut, so, like... Her hair her was hair, so 2000. It, like, framed her face, which just made her face, like, circular. And then like, her, her eyes, hair looked really good because it was so not 1980s. Yeah. But it was so not 1980s that it, like, took me out. Yeah, and I was like, like, did she get transported in from the 2000s to right? be in this movie? Like, how did this work? Also, her eyes were so big, but her mascara was so clumpy. (laughs) And I was like, this is why I was like, this budget, the budget for this movie was $7.50, and all of that $25 million went to Michael Douglas. Yeah, like, they were like, like, it's just to pay for him. (laughs) Jeez. Um, So that's Maggie, and she's the one who gets the big solo at the ballet, which we will talk about. Mike is the one who sings I Can Do That. The straight... Jock the straight one. one who's like who's my sister we- took dance class. Who's wearing a jersey because yeah. he's because he, he's from Jersey. Did you get that, guys? Did you get that, guys? You get that. Um, Greg is the gay one. So Greg's the gay, the Jewish gay one, Israelian, like literally. Lachayim. Yeah, my name is Lachayim. So many, so many. Oh, just ever. He like he stood in front, and I literally was like. Yes, queen. <laughs> so good. Just, oh. So good. Don was the waiter. That's it. Is, that's his character. That's He's a it. waiter. He's like, hey, uh, how he long has, is this dance called? Because I gotta, I get, I start. At I think o'clock. he has six lines. He was probably the um, cast member with the lowest like billing. Like he was like, he's like, he was like, and I'll Joe, do the, and I'll, John bro. D. Yeah, John, they, like, didn't even, they probably, like, misspelled his name in the credits. Like, they were like, was he in this movie? Because he has six lines, and they're all like, I'm a waiter. I'm a damn good waiter. He literally has a line that says, I'm a damn good waiter. Plot. Who's proud of that? <laughs> Who's like, like, I am so good at my day job. I am such a good am waiter. Such a if good we were waiter. in France, that'd be a different story, but we're in America. Yeah, it's like, you. great, you sling uh, <laughs> sandwiches at a deli. I can't. 
Um, and then Bobby, that's all of them. And Bobby's the one who wears the sweater. Is Bobby the sassy one? Yeah, Bobby's the one with the stories. I will say, okay, Bobby, when he first showed up in the, uh, in the God I Hope I Get It, just everyone dancing around, I was like, oh, he's sassy, I like him, because he's, like, not trying, but he, like, will, like, dance, 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 (sighs) over it. I'm like, okay, cool. He's the male Sheila. Yeah. That's why they're together. Yeah. And they're friends. And they're like friends. Yeah. By the end of this movie, I could not stand this guy. Yeah. Because all of his asides and all of his reactions were just that. And I'm just like, I don't, I hate everyone already. I just, I hate you too. <laughs> it was just too much. Ugh. And I was just like, ugh, what a letdown. Because I thought he was You're not be... supposed to hate the characters. Like, you're supposed to be like, <laughs> oops. <laughs> no, not, I mean, like, in the movie. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, in the show... You're supposed to be like, I get I every get single one of these characters, yeah, exactly. and it makes sense, and it's such a hard life you lead. I mean, yes, if he, <sighs> if he, if I got his entire story, but all I got was like, I mean, what do you want to know about my, my dad? My dad didn't love me. People. Whatever. My my parents, which were is terrible. like what he does in the show, but it's like spread out through the whole thing in little clumps. So yeah. you're like taking it individually, yeah. and I don't know. Um, also, this. I'm sorry, but his tuck was so meaty. Oh my it god! It was like he was not wearing a dance belt. I was. Like, I can why? absolutely tell you that he was, was not like, wearing a dance why? belt. Why? Why is everything just like stuffed in there? It was so ridiculous. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't pay attention. So Cassie gets to the theater because that. Oh, finally! <laughs> that plot is still happening, guys. In case you were worried, they cut oh to god. Cassie about six times in the taxi, like looking out the window. Oh, it's taking so long. I'm so shocked New York has traffic. <laughs> and then she shows up. Zach sees her and he's like, go home, Cassie. Cassie getting on stage. Zach saying, go home. And then she walks away. Happens about like 15 times from here on out. Just like sp- spread out it's through so many times. through the plot of the actual movie. It happens so many dancers. times. I should have tallied it. It literally happens like eight times. It's so annoying. And that's how we get... To know Cassie and Zach. It's like, oh great, that's a relationship. Because it's clear that the screenwriter was like, well, the audience won't be invested in these characters. The only people they want to know about are the love interests. But I'm like, this is a forced love interest that no one cares about. That's the funny thing. So one of her, one of the first ones where Zach's like, go home, Cassie. And she's like, fine, I'm leaving. She runs out. It's raining because New York. Trying to grab a taxi. Grabs a taxi. Girl slips, <clears throat> falls on her face. Um, Larry, the choreographer, is like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Larry's like, look, you'll stay. You'll stay. And then this random New this Yorker. Woman, this woman steals the taxi. Steals the taxi. Like, okay, it's New yeah. York. I get it. I get it. This woman runs into this cab and goes, Taxi! Bloomington. Just like frantically, like, oh, I need Bloomingdale's right now. Yeah. Brian Safi. That's <laughs> Brian Safi. <laughs> then, right after that, they go inside, and Cassie looks like she has, like, gone for a dip in a pool. <laughs> like, she was outside in the rain for about 26 seconds, and all of a sudden, she's like Drenched. dripping wet. <laughs> yeah. Um, no one's lip syncs well. We start off with I Can Do That. 
The, okay, let's talk about this issue. The transitioning from acting and singing is so abrupt. Jarring. It's so jarring. You can be like, you can clearly tell they're like, oh, they just press play on their little, uh, yeah, like, the audio boombox. The audio is so <laughs> different between the audio for like the live, like in the, mm-hmm. when they were recording the scenes. Versus when they were in the studio recording the songs. So my mom decided she's the one to get all the dancing lessons. So every Saturday, my mother would take her. Once in a while, she'd take me along. I'd sit there all eager and... I'm watching Cisco put a pat. Said, I can do that. I can do that. Like, like just... <laughs> the most, like, abrupt change in audio. Yep. And then just none of it transitions well. They do a tap number in the middle of the song, him and Richie... And they're not wearing tap shoes, but they're you can wearing, hear them tap. They're wearing, they're like wearing jazz, jazz shoes. shoes, but you can hear taps, but they're not wearing tap shoes. Why? He, it, why? Why, <laughs> why, 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 why? It you doesn't... Know, <gasps> you know in the middle of Surprise, they just like turn into like an 80s like sex music video? But even Why couldn't then, they do that with this one where they just turn into like two tap dancers? They do a tap combination later in the movie... And then no one has tap shoes. Like, if you were like, okay, they brought tap shoes and they just happen to have tap shoes at that moment, they do a tap number. Have them have the tap shoes again. Oh my god. This movie is drunk. I just want to know how old Cassie's supposed to be. And also why her hair in the flashbacks is a camel hair wig. If it's camel. I want to know why they didn't deep condition it. Or why they didn't... It's the 80s. No, no one had good that's hair. that's not an excuse. <laughs> it's so bad. Because then her... her Because reg- it's clear that, like, this is her regular hair. And then they put, like, an extension thing under it to, like, be like, this was back then. I had mm-hmm. long hair. Because... Mm-hmm. So, can I just note, I'm reading over Adam's notes. And this is one of his notes. <laughs> this is one that's really funny. Because, okay, Adam noted that Bobby, the gay sassy one, is a weird character in the in the show, but he's also that theater person that's like, oh, I have to have a punchline to everything I say. Hmm. I'm but, not like that at all, luckily. Oh, oh you're luckily, not? Luckily, I'm not like oh, that Oh, you're not? I do have a note, though, because Cassie gets shooed, and she, like, decides to stay in the theater, because when you get told to leave... Just go backstage. So she goes to this room, and I don't know what room it is. Clearly nobody who worked on this movie had ever done anything with the theater. Because whoever was, like, set dressing the set, they were like, oh, well, we need we need, we need things in this room that, like, look like they would be backstage. Mm-hmm. Like, what's... Ba- I'm backstage at a theater. What would I see? I would see... Okay, get me a fancy chair, a chandelier, and a harp. We're done. <laughs> We're done. That's all Kooky, that's in the room. crazy. You know? Just like, uh, because everyone is a, like, huge harp. Just sitting. <laughs> just sitting backstage. <laughs> the next song is at the ballet. Okay. They all had ballet, went to ballet for different mm-hmm. reasons. Sheila went to the ballet. This is my favorite song. Sheila went to the ballet because her mother, her parents didn't let, her father didn't love her mother. So she went because, like, everything was perfect and beautiful. And, like, her line is, graceful men lift lovely girls in white. So it was, like, men lift up and support women in ballet, Mm -hmm. which was, like, a beautiful concept to her. BB's whole thing is, like, I was ugly, but at the ballet, everyone is beautiful. Like, there's always a prince for every swan. Maggie's thing was, like, my dad didn't exist, which 
Welcome to the club, honey. Um, <laughs> you're nothing special. Yeah. Get over it. You're all, the, you're, everybody else did. You're into theater, so obviously you have daddy issues. Right. Thank, <laughs> honestly, come on. Ever, like, look around. Just have a conversation <laughs> with six other people and they'll all have the same story. So she, she has daddy issues, and so she went to the theater because... Because she liked, cause she liked dancing like this with her arms up. Because she would pretend that it she was, was dancing with she her was, dad. Yeah, she would pretend that she was, like, holding her father, but to how people looked, they she would be like, oh, you're doing ballet. ballet. Yeah. But in the movie, she does this. Like, she's, like, holding, holding him, him. Yeah. and so it doesn't look like ballet. Yeah. So then it's like, well, what's the connection? So Maggie does her solo. Yes, So it's so bad. She performs her solo like Miranda sings. <laughs> like actually, the next thing. So then they, you meet Christine and Al. They're married. Whatever. Then you meet Mark, who is the seventeen-year-old. Right, and he does the whole I've gonorrhea, uh, puberty. He, yeah, yeah. Blah blah. He does the whole gonorrhea. That's the only time the church ever helped me out. They destroyed the montage. And that's that's all I'm going to say. I have a couple ones that you need to put in. When Judy sings. Judy's the mom. <laughs> Hello 12. Hello 13. Hello love. Well, anyway. And I use the term sings very loosely. Time to doubt. To break out. It's a mess. It's a mess! <laughs> I literally, in my notes, what is this? There are high school productions that are better than this. And then Morales does like a nice riff, and you're like, oh, okay, yes! It's like, oh, she can sing, okay. And then Maggie doesn't open her mouth, like opens it a centimeter, and then she does this riff, like you hear this riff, but it doesn't match her face at all, and she's like... <laughs> Uh, oh my god, it's awful! In the show, it's just a montage of, like, they kind of have their stories and they're all kind of, like, talking over each other. So pastiche, you know. Very pastiche, actually. Uh, And you get the feeling of, like, time is going by and you're learning all of these stories mm -hmm. snippet by snippet. So you do get characterization and you also get, like, plot and you get, like, all these different things that make each of these characters different. Whereas in the movie, you don't get that because they just completely obliterated the montage. They, like, steamroll through it. Because they were like, you know what? We gotta dedicate time to Zach and Cassie's montages. Yeah. Multiple. <laughs> they can't be bothered with these other characters. Yeah. So they steamroll over that, and so they were like, well, we need a song to just scoop it all. And they were like, Richie! Richie needs a song. Richie's great. Richie's, I think, the best guy dancer in the show. Mm-hmm. He sings a song called Surprise, Surprise, which was Academy written, Award nominated Academy song. Award nominated. They sing the song about sex, and they 
they do this stupid dance number. And I, uh, the note I took, surprise, surprise, is the worst song that's ever been in a movie musical. The end. This song is the reason why Rent didn't do contact in the movie. Honestly. <laughs> like, literally. It's so bad. You know what? When I saw it, you know, the, the first thought that I had was, they have a black guy. Why not do a Michael Jackson song? Oh my god. And right. I was like, that, Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. That that's makes why, so much sense. That's why they put this song. Because it's so like, surprise. Ooh! And I was like, ah! And she was like, ooh! Ah, ah, ah. Like, what? And also, they use like these stupid metaphors. Like, the lyrics are also garbage. So yeah. it's icicle hot and sweet as lemon pie. Just what is this song? <laughs> Who terrible. wrote this? Terrible. Oh my god. Terrible. Did Marvin Hamlish write this song? Because if so, like... Um, Maybe it was ironic. He Maybe really, for him, he was like, you oh, only, you want to make a movie yeah. out of this? You want to ruin this? <laughs> you want to ruin this? Here you go. So then we get another flashback, and that's all I'm going to say about that. And then... Because Cassie. Because Cassie. We have so to always hard. remember that she is there, even though she's not on stage. Next So song. Connie and the very... Oh. They go to Connie... Connie, in the beginning, she makes a joke where she, like, won't say her age. She says she was born in the year of the chicken. She I goes, thought, because she's, like, I thought it was, like, she doesn't want to say she's, like, 14. Because she can't, like, she can't technically be hired or contracted. In the she's show, in the show, she says, I was born in the year of the chicken. And then later, she's 32. Last year, what? I was 32, and I played a 14-year-old brat. And so that's her whole thing is like, I'm really 32. That's oh. why no one can know my age. She's older I, than Sheila in the show. That is, does not read, mama. <laughs> in the show, it does. In this, in this one, how old is Connie? An elderly 23. <laughs> the same age as Amoa. Okay? <laughs> so stupid. Is, she's really 32 in the 32? original show? And that's her thing. It's like, I will always play, like... I will always play children. Because I'm Asian? Yep. So, um, Connie does her whole bit. She's 23. Secrets out. Then, um, Morales is like, you went to, you went to, what's the school? The High School of Performing Arts. Arts. You went to fame, right? You went to fame. (laughs) (laughs) And then we just broke into fame. Um, she was like, you went to fame, right? Do you remember Mr. Carp? And there's this moment where Connie's like, oh, the acting teacher? And then she does, like, a Mr. Carp impression. Mm-hmm. But it's dubbed. Hey, didn't you go to the high school performing arts? I thought you looked familiar. Do you remember Mr. Carp, the acting teacher? Oh, yeah. In order to be a real actor, it is not enough to act like a king. You also got to act like a throne. I think it's that the actress was so bad at the, like, <laughs> German accent that they had to get somebody else to be like... I, no one understands what she's saying. Morales does her song where she um, is singing about how she went to high school and this guy was like, and he was like, oh, you'll never be an actress because you, you aren't method, essentially. Yeah. He was like, Ugh. Stella Adler came to me in a dream and said you will never be an actress. <laughs> Miss, yeah, so she goes through this whole song. And it's a really great song. I have a friend who in high school sang it as her, like, senior solo. My theater... She was the Morales. Yeah, she was the Morales, and she was like, everyone treated me like garbage, and so this is my mic drop. Goodbye, senior year! (laughs) And it was great, and I applaud her for it. The actress who plays her the entire time just acts with her shoulders. I don't know how. Is that a... Was that an 80s thing? 
Was it? Was it on like the Cosby show? Was that a thing it's that even, they were doing? It's like neck, shoulder, chest. Like it's it's very. She had like so chest. much attitude, but she was like Mr. Carp, <laughs> and like doing all of this. And I don't even how that's so much effort. Do you think? I mean, because, I guess she's a dancer, so it's because the that thing exhausting. that I was thinking about was like if you are, you're just standing there. So but I feel, I feel like, like all of do these... you feel like dancers sometimes like I feel the need to move, but I can't, so I have to just like. But I feel like, with my but shoulder. I think all of these dancers too, they may have been like from Broadway or like just dancers. But they had never done like camera work before, so, it's so they were like, like they were like make sure it's small because cameras pick up everything. So it's just like so she was like they, she was like <laughs> using their hands and the yeah. direct like Richard Attenborough was like stop using your hands. So she was like oh god, so she just shoulders. she just turns her shoulders into her hands yeah, and like, she's like oh, Mr. Carp, the teacher Mr. Carp. Well, then we meet Don. He's a damn good waiter, and that's all I'm going to say. It's that's, stupid. That's all you care. That's all you get. Then you get to then you get to Dance Then Looks Three. Okay, I will say. Okay, before Dance Then Looks Three, I I gave this I've gave this bitch a, the cold shoulder because I was like, I'm not going to be impressed by the, this woman. And she, I actually like the number yeah. that she because I was like because I was like, oh, she knows what she needs to do. She's being cute, fine. So she like sells it. Yeah. She's, she's fine. Sounds, sounds she's sweet. fine. Um, she's wearing a pink swimsuit. Yeah, with a black up. with a black belt. No reason. There's straight no up, belt loop. It's just straight up bikini. It's a straight up bikini with a literal black belt with a gold buckle, like a men's black <laughs> suit belt. We have now got about. 28 reaction shots from Michael Douglas at this point in the film. So I really feel like they took a whole day and we're just like, all right, Michael, we're going to sit you down and we're just going to do reaction shots because we can't, we can't let the audience forget that you're still here. So they keep cutting to him and I just, this whole day they were like, all right, do the one that's like contemplative. Okay, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Do one where you're like, that's funny, but also like a little sad. Yeah. So they just had this like... (laughs) They just had, like, a folder of Michael Douglas reaction clips, and then they just, like, peppered them in. Yeah. Where it didn't make sense. No. Because I'm like, why is he smiling at this, like, tender moment? Or vice versa. Like... Oh, my God. He was so bitter and angry in the beginning. So bitter. That when he was trying to, like... I just want to know how you feel. I just want to know who you are as a person. It's like... He's so so weird. angry for no reason. Like... I don't care that you want them to, like, tell you their stories, because you're being a a douchebag. Yeah, also you're being a douchebag. Also, like, what auditions do you go to where the director's like, okay, just talk. Like, I'd be, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, what do you want me to talk about? Like, you are supposed to tell me what to do, because that's also, sir, your job. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to need a little, a direction, (laughs) because you are the, a director. Um, We get Paul. And Paul's like, nope, I'd, I'd rather not talk. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, okay. Kim comes in. Kim's the secretary. Kim's Zach's secretary. Kim is wearing the cutest outfit in this movie. Kim she has on like this like star of yeah. the movie. Donna Kim Brown, I think is her name or something like that. She is wearing like a light blue, very 80s blouse, like Aww. a silky blouse. And it's very like, oh, it's like loose. And then she's wearing like a... She's wearing a long skirt, a long blue, dark blue skirt, and like a brown, big brown belt in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then she has on the big, like... Big black glasses. Not, I don't think they're... 
Are they black? I don't remember. They're just like huge. They're the big 80s glasses. Like bifocals. That my mother had. <laughs> yeah. That are like goggles for the face. Uh-huh. But she's like working it. Like that is such a, that outfit would be so in right now. She was like, this is going to be the, the look that every hipster is going to wear in, in 2018. <laughs> in 30 years. Yeah. Here so we go. She was like, I'm ahead of my time. Yeah. She, she got it. Um, so Kim comes in to deliver the money and then Cassie gets pissed because she's like, how dare he think I need money? This is weird because... I need a job to get money. Because, okay, because in the show, this was just a line mentioned... This was just a line said during... Yeah. Um, right before Music, music in, the in the Mirror. Music in the Mirror, right? He's just like, look, if you're just... If you want money... But they make it like a like a plot point. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, great. So Another she runs why downstairs. We hate, we hate the director. She runs downstairs. She's pissed. She's taken off her harem pants. She's done with her shawl and her drape and her skirt and her and her jacket and all of her outfits that she has. She's layered to hell. She comes down in this, like, um, leotard. She's like, I'm going to have it out with you, Zach. So he sends the cast to go, or the auditionees, he sends them to go learn the choreography and the music for one. Mm-hmm. Downstairs with Larry. And she's like, how dare you think I need money? Blah, 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 blah. You're getting very like, yes, girl. You tell him. Yep. And then he's like, I loved you. Stupid. <laughs> and he's like, well, you lost me. Right. And then she sings. So then she's like, I need a job. I need a job. That's the whole point of the song. She's like, I need a job. I just want a job. I want to work again. I'm a dancer. 40 seconds into the song that she sings, she says, I'm a dancer, like, 22 times. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> um, so she starts singing the song, which is an update of the song in the show. So in the show, it's Music in the Mirror, mm-hmm. which is her, like, sh- all she needs is the music and the mirror and the chance to dance for you. And just give her but the chance to you dance. not being Zach, you being, like... The audience. Like, she's really mm-hmm. kind of just like, I just want to dance. That's mm-hmm. all I want to do. Mm-hmm. But in this, in this, they changed it to, let me dance for you. Let me try. <sighs> Give me the chance, J- Zach. I just want to dance for you Cause, again. Cause I want to be your dancer. Because we, we made a lot of music, you and I. Oh, my God. And then it had the, like, 80s, like, yeah, the like kind of carpenters, <laughs> and then finally he's just like, "Fine, go learn the dance." But all of a sudden it was just like, "Yeah, why not? Just go do it." And I was like, "This is the sixth time. This is her sixth time asking you to just audition." Yeah. So she leaves, and in comes Paul, Paul in his jeans, and then Paul's like, "I'll tell you now my story now that everyone's not here." And he's like, you don't have to if you don't want to. And then he tells this, like, honestly, the most touching moment of this film that makes me cry, which is upsetting because the fact that this movie makes me cry really is really stupid. But it does. Because his whole monologue is about how when he was a kid, he would go with his dad to see movies on 42nd Street. But this was, like, back... Mm-hmm. And so he would have to sit in the front row because his eyes were so bad and his gla- like he had really thick glasses and everything. So he would have to sit in the front row away from his dad. And like weird guys would come up there and like touch him and stuff. And then so because of that, like he felt really like emasculated. Like he never knew how to be a man. And so then he like became a drag queen 
and that and then his parents found out because they like happened to come to the theater and everything it's this whole big long story that's like the saddest thing because he just wants a chance to be in a real show to prove to his parents that he's more than like just the gay one Mm -hmm. which is like the most beautiful saddest thing i've ever heard in my life well, you know what? You just took a huge jump on this movie, and then we're like, but this actually made me cry. Because <laughs> this is straight from the show. Like, this part is just, like, ripped. They were like, copy-paste. Like, oh, right, oh, great. They, oh, this, there was a thing that we can salvage. <sighs> <sighs> Everything else is terrible. Yeah, now we're I'm done sharing our emotional secrets. Yeah. We're seeing Cassie be part of the, the actual ensemble now. Mm-hmm. And just the entire time, Zach's just like... You're, there's too much. You're doing too much, Cassie. Dial it back down. You're just part of the chorus. Yeah, pull it back, Cassie. And getting, like, more blah, and more blah. angry that she's... Good. That she's good and, like, doing her best. Because she's, like... It's literally, like, she flicks her head a little bit. Which is, like, all the other p- girls are doing that. <laughs> because she's gone through so much. I can't even... They were, like, you know what this character needs? The 11 o'clock number. Just give it to her. Okay. (laughs) This is the biggest depart. This is the departure from the show that makes me the most upset. In the show, this is a love song that the entire cast, led by Diana, sings about theater, about art, about dance, about performance, about, like, what they do and, like, why they're doing it. Hollywood was like, no, that won't work. So they can't. That's. It has to be a person. Oh, my God. People. People don't be it. They can't love things. They can only love people. There's only love for people. They were like, Cassie's gonna sing this. But she's gonna sing it walking up the stairs with Zach in the background in case you forgot who she could be possibly singing about. Well, everyone is still learning the choreography. No, now so, they're doing the tap combination. So you And hear, none of them are wearing tap shoes. So I'm you, still... The whole thing is the so most you just upsetting. Hear like, you just hear, like, oh. people moving, shuffling through the, the, the floor... While she's singing the ballad. What so I did like, for love. Kiss the day goodbye. Tip tap to tip tap. Tip tap to tip tap. tip tap. Buffalo, buffalo. Flap motifs, flap motifs. And it's literally like, if I was Larry, the choreographer, oh I would have been like, Cassie, um, we're trying to learn a combination Can here. You stop Can singing. you stop singing, please? When you're in an audition and like that one girl is in the corner trying to like sing her song to herself. And I'm like, can you not? This is why this is the worst musical. <laughs> this is why this is the worst movie based on a musical. You can take departures from the show if they are thought-provoking and they are, like, in tune with what you are making that, like, still reaches the point of the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, with The Sound of Music, they were like, oh, we're going to move some songs around. They, we're going like, to do Lonely this. Goat Herd was a... It's a story, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, and it's something that brings the Baron, them together, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just something to entertain the children. And yet that still makes it a great film. Like, even better than the show, I would say. Like, the musical is great, but I think the movie itself is actually better than the musical. Mm -hmm. This is the exact opposite, because they took what made the show great and so groundbreaking and so thought-provoking and so inspirational, and they were like, let's shit on it and just Hollywood it. Let's make it a love story about two people who clearly don't even like each other. She's like alone up at the top of the catwalk 
And all of a sudden, like, down below, Paul falls, and he lands on his knee, or his ankle? I think his knee. Sure, just, like, straight up, just, like, falls face flat into the floor. Just, like, like a, boop! Like, straight, like, comic Pratt fall. Yeah, like, boop! So he's out of the running. He's not gonna be dancing for a while. Took it to the hospital. So it takes him to the hospital. And then the whole cast, which, this is the, I just want to point out, this is where they would now sing What I Did what For I Love. Love. Because Zach then, in the show, he goes... If today were the day you had to stop dancing, how would you feel? And then they sing their love song to dance. But no, no, no. Now we, now the, now the screenwriter's like, well, we've written, we've written that away. So how are we gonna deal with this after moment? Well, we never got BB's story, so I guess we can get BB's tragic backstory about being in a sanitarium and being released today. Mm-hmm. We can get that Sheila has a kid cool. Let's get that thing out. And we can get that Morales um, has always wanted to be an actress. That's how they make up for what I did for love. And then Zach goes, okay, now we're going to cut. And then, and then they just, and then they, he just calls them out. So he calls out Judy, mop, mop Judy, Don, the waiter, Greg, the gay guy with the suspenders, Sheila, the old, oh bitch, mm-hmm. Al, Christine, the married couple, Connie, the Asian girl, and then Maggie, anime eyes. He calls out Morales, and then he's like, no, just kidding, go back in line. And so he calls them all forward, and so they're like, we're it, this is it. And then he's like, front row, bye, y'all suck. Which I knew they were gonna be sent home. As soon as he pulled out Don. As soon as he sent out the waiter, I was like, well, that's the one that's going home. Yeah. (laughs) And then, so then what you have left is he casts, the four girls are Diana Morales, uh, Val, BB, and Cassie. And then Mark, the 17-year-old, Richie, the black guy, Bobby, the annoying sassy one, one, the sassy one, and, and Mike, Mike in the jersey. The straight guy. Could you imagine a show in which they did Paul, like he does his whole story, then they kept him, and then they didn't cast him? Do you think people would enjoy that? I don't think so. I think they'd be like, great, well, he's going to go back to being a red yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. I have nothing to say about this. I have nothing left to say about this movie. The girl falls in the kick line. I'll say that. At the very end, as the kick line's ending, she, like, falls and then gets back up. And they couldn't even be bothered to reshoot it. Like, somebody, the editor, somebody that day was just, like, made the deci- made the executive decision to just not redo that kick line. I'm sorry, did five other people fall on the other takes that they were like, like, well, this is I the- feel like this movie... Was the reason that Hollywood was like, we're done making movie musicals. Movie musicals. They're like, we're just... done. Well, they don't do well anymore. Yeah. You know why they don't do well? Because y'all don't try. That's why. <laughs> oh, so on the scale of Maria to Cassie, this this is a... This is a Cassie. This is a straight up Cassie. But you know what? What will be good because, guys, from now on... Movies are just gonna be better than this because this is we're this is we're making this the zero. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I would like to know if somebody really does have like a like no, this is worse than a chorus line. I would be sh- a. I'd be shocked that you saw both a chorus line and, and the movie that's that worse. Movie is, yeah. Um, and have lived to tell the tale. <laughs> but if you do, I really want to know so I can figure out what it is, and we might change it. Like. I only picked this because I know that this is, like, legitimately the worst. <gasps> In the new A Chorus Line, Patina Miller needs to play the director. And it needs to be a yeah. lesbian romance. I said that earlier! 
No, I'm. I thought you oh. just meant like if we were doing not if we were like doing the movie. I'm saying I thought you meant like if we were redoing it on Broadway or whatever, Re- like redoing a production. No, but Tina. But I like it for the movie. For, Okay, we're also going to add a new segment called "Who Will Batita Miller Play yep. in the New in This in This Movie Musical?" So he, she would be Zach. Yeah. Inside of music, Batita Miller would have been. She would not have been Maria, the Baroness. I would see her as the Baroness, and it would be, it would be like oh, that'd be too easy for her. <laughs> I know. It would be so like exotic. Patina Miller would be, be a, a fun tall movie. Maria. That would be a tall Maria. Is <laughs> the real issue? Is, is Patina Miller tall, or do I just think she's tall because, because everything she's, she's been in, she just appears like she's like larger. She's than She's probably life. wearing like like six inch heels when she did Sister Act because she was in like True. the nun outfit. True. And then in Leading Player, she wore like pantsuits, so it just yeah, made but her it just elongated, and yeah. she's so like thin. She's yeah. so like muscular and like. Slender that yeah. it just like makes her look really long. Five six. She's not that wow. tall. She is she's, really short. She's, she's your height. Me. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. All right. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, mom, for buying it. We hope you enjoyed us telling you why this movie was garbage. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Show Gaze, a movie musical podcast. Find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/ShowGaze. We have another podcast, too, called The Dysfunctional Podcast About Disney. It's so funny. Ew, stop. (laughs) I mean, it is, but, like, stop. We're on iTunes, so look us up on iTunes. Find us there. Rate, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends. So, yeah, everyone, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Ugh, this movie's exhausting. Oh, my God, I'm so tired. in line for Peter Pan's flight just to see the new standby queue. Do you prefer the countries at World Showcase than actually traveling to said countries? Oh, do you hate having to watch World of Color through the iPad in front of you? It's the worst! Do you spend a fourth of your day in line to meet and greet with Anna and Elsa? Do you never do Disney Fastplay because you have to watch all of the trailers? Do you have an obsession of having every single Disney DVD even though you probably will never watch Make My Music or Home on the Range? Do you spend way more time and money on collecting Disney mugs than you really should? Do you like listening to two gay guys talk about Disney? (laughs) If you answered yes to the last question at least, (laughs) then you'll love the Dysfunctional Podcast. Yes! Find us on the dpod.com that's all folks no that's no that's Warner Brothers do the Mickey one do the god no what is it see a real see a real alright well there's a new episode every other Saturday see you on your iPods that's all folks